You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lou Mead, and today I have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show, Mike Vanelli. Mike is the head video producer with NV Creative. In this role, Mike leads a production team to film commercials for online and TV ads, and he has produced over 2,000 videos. And so today we're going to talk to Mike about what it's like being in his shoes, what it's like being starting in this industry and the pros and cons, as well as, as you know, his morning routine towards the end. So no further ado, Mike, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Excited to have you. So go ahead and tell us about your why for being in this industry, um, for starting out. Sure. Well, So I actually started out making music videos for some big name artists. Basically, once I knew I wanted to get into uh, the film industry and, you know, video work, Mm -hmm. I kind of had to find an area that would allow me to get paid, I guess. (laughs) So (laughs) where somebody is like paying me to do work rather than, you know, how some film stuff goes where you have to put a lot of money in yourself to be noticed. Anyway, so... Um, I started doing some music videos for some big name artists like Three Six Mafia and Wiz Khalifa and and the like. So I did that for probably a couple of years, but then it didn't get repetitive. It just kind of got to the point where I wanted to mix it up a little more and and do something different. So I kind of looked around and I kind of thought what I could do to kind of be in the same vein where, you know, people would be paying me to do my craft, to do video. And uh, commercials seemed like the most obvious area to go in because it's, you know, it's a client or a brand giving Mm -hmm. you money saying, hey, make this. So uh, started started doing that, just, um, you know, smaller commercials here and there. And then, yeah, now, uh, years later, I have my own studio. I have employees. We still work with with startups and even, you know, individuals with their brands. But, you know, we we work with, you know, big companies like Warner Brothers and, and TikTok and Purple Mattress and things like that as, as well. So it's pretty awesome. Um, are you out of the L.A. area? Yeah, so we're we're in Simi Valley, which is about 30 minutes from LA. So it's mm-hmm. towards Ventura County. Very nice. So shifting from music videos to the commercials or to ad, it was it still is along the same industry. It was purely a, what, a monetary decision. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I still I still try to make creative things, you know, like short films or TV pilots, things like that. But that's something that I have to invest in rather than, you know, again, people paying my paycheck, you know, yeah. by, by us doing the work for them. So, yeah, um, I wanted to make a living doing this. And that seemed like the best course of action, you know, to actually like make a living doing it. Yeah. Now, Envy is very unique. Tell us the different aspects of it that makes you stand apart right, from the rest of the production companies. Sure. Yeah. So so a lot of production companies and a lot of our direct competitors, uh, pretty much they have a small in-house team that it's just kind of they work in an office. You know, they might do the editing in office but and the writing. 
but everything else they usually have to go outside for. So for instance, they might write the script in-house, but then they have to rent the equipment. They have to find a location to shoot. They have to hire the actors. They have to pretty much put together the entire production outside the office. And then once that's done, they usually bring it back in and, and they do all the editing and the music and things like that. What makes Envy different is we try to do everything in-house. Oh. So that means we we do have in-house scriptwriters and account managers to deal with um, the kickoff and the pre-production. But then I'm in our studio right now. We have uh, like a 5,200 square foot studio. We have a lot of standing sets that you would normally see in commercials. So we have a cafe, we have a home, we have a retail store, we have even the exterior of a house in here. So basically a lot of sets that you would normally see in in a commercial. And we built those so that we don't have to go out and rent locations. So that kind of makes it so that we can bring our costs down, but also so that we have a high bandwidth. We're not traveling anywhere. We can do everything in here. And then same with our equipment. We, you know, we shoot on cinema cameras. We own our own, all of our own equipment that we could need. So we don't have to ever rent equipment. And then with our actors, we have, I think we have six right now. So we have six employed actors, which basically, you know, they come in once or twice a week. And we we shoot commercials. And so um, we tried to cast people or hire people that have a very kind of generic look that, you know, that they're either ethnically ambiguous and can play, you know, multiple roles that way, or just that they can maybe play different age ranges, uh, things like that. So that, again, we don't have to go out and do casting each time. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we do have in-house post-production, so we can do all the editing as well. And basically that whole process because we don't need to really ever reach outside of our own company to be able to produce a video that means we're able to do things a lot faster and that means we're able to take on a lot more projects than other companies it puts you in control as well exactly controlling the schedule controlling the the resources the the people that you hire how is it managing that because you have it's a full house, right? It's mm-hmm. a full house. It's, a, it's almost like a whole holistic approach where everything is in-house, everything that you need. And I imagine running that can cause uh, run into its challenges. There are benefits and pros. So tell us how it is managing all that. It definitely takes some trial and error and you kind of have to learn over time the best way to do it. So now, because we have a post-production team and then a pre-production team, and I'm more just involved in the the filming and, you know, just kind of admin and managerial stuff, but I do all the filming. So it's really gotten to a nice flow where, where basically... You know, the the script writing and the pre-production team handle their stuff. And then I get the scripts and I shoot on the day. And then all that just goes to the post-production team. And for larger projects, I still uh, quality control stuff before it goes out to the clients. But for commercials that we tend to do a lot or that are a little bit shorter, I trust my head of post-production to make sure that it looks good and to make sure that the client's uh, looking there. So sometimes I'll film it and then I won't even see the delivered product until I go back and say like, hey, could I could I see this? And oh, yeah, that looked really good. So, you know, after the client already emailed us back saying, hey, we love it. So yeah, all that you see it on TV, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or on or online. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, pretty amazing. What is it? What you you do? I really um, like it. How long 
does that process take? Let's say a client come and I come in as a client and I'm looking to be like, you know what, Mike, just this is the idea. Run with it, script, write it, produce it, edit it. And how long is that turnaround? Basically, we have kind of like two avenues with that. So if you come to me and you say, hey, we just need a quick, we call it UGC, so user generated content. Uh, basically, like we need a quick 15 second TikTok video. So mm-hmm. um, we used to only have one avenue, but now, you know, in the past year, we've been doing like TikToks as kind of a separate thing because it's been getting so popular. Yeah. So with TikTok videos, because they don't take as long to produce and the scripts are a lot shorter because they're normally about 15 seconds. Uh, normally, we can do those uh, in between like 20 and 25 days. And that includes script writing, shooting and delivery. Usually what takes the longest is actually just getting feedback on scripts from clients. So mm-hmm. we'll write a script in five, maybe 10 days and then send it off. But you know, sometimes we won't hear from the client for another two weeks, you know, regarding uh, basically just telling us if it's approved or if there is any feedback. Because we always tell clients we need an approved script to move forward because we don't want to just produce something. And then right. you say like, hey, that's not what I wanted. And the good thing, regardless if it's TikToks or commercials, because we have such a high bandwidth, we produce uh, per project, not per video. So whether you're coming to me and saying, hey, I just need one video right now, or uh, right now we're doing a project, we're shooting 30 TikToks for this one client, it's the same timeline. So you know, we always tell clients like, hey, if you want more videos, it's better to just order them all at once because yeah. you, you know you get them in the same timeline regardless. So so yeah, TikToks are between 20 25 days and then normal commercials, you know, 30 second spots up to, you know, however long they want. Normally it's between 30 and 40 days depending on how involved the client wants to be. So for instance, yeah, if you came to me and you said, "Hey, here's my product. I have no ideas. Can you just make me a script?" Usually that's about 40 days just because we have to kind of research it more, you know, to make sure that we're doing it correctly. If you come to me, you say, I have a basic idea or, you know, I have a draft of a script or something. Usually we can do that within 30 days just because we don't have to do as much like work. So between 30 and 40 days for bigger, longer commercials, between 20 and 25 days for TikToks. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing market research too. Um, yeah. Making sure that it's um, you're staying on brand. How important it is to be on brand for the client because that I imagine is a bulk of the work is having your team doing that research, getting the message across, tailoring it so that it exactly. resonates with the audience, the different audiences that you're targeting. Yep. Yeah. So how's that? Tell us a little bit how the branding comes in, kicks in. How, how is sure. important is branding in this process? Uh, yeah, so branding has gotten more important over time to well, at least that we found. So basically, when when a client places an order with us, we have a creative brief form that we've created, that mm-hmm. it's probably at least 20 questions, you know, asking them, what's the name of the product? What's the website? What, you know, what's your target demographic? Like who's downloading? Who's buying it? Who's this? Uh, we have a question that's kind of unique where it's like, if you could pick one thing or one feature from your product, from your brand, whatever, what is this one thing that you would want to get across? And usually that's kind of like our baseline for doing the commercial because that's the most important thing. And then, you know, we have other questions. 
you know, just regarding what style they'd like, you know, if they want it funny, if they want it serious, things like that. So, yeah, so we have like a 20 plus question kind of form that they have to fill out just so that uh, when we're making the scripts and we're making the videos, we we kind of get exactly what they want. And I'd say we get it right about 99% of the time. And usually the last 1% is either clients who usually it's like a miscommunication. So like normally it's like one person from the company filled out the form and they did everything that, you know, they thought was correct. And then when we delivered everything, they showed it like to their boss and their boss was like, what is this? (laughs) Usually that's like the 1% that they're not happy, but we always try to just work with them to revise stuff and get it to where, to where they want it. 99%. 99%. I like those numbers. Uh, that's pretty uh, impressive. <laughs> you, have, you have quite an amazing team out there. And, and I'm sure you've had them for a while and training kicks into gear. Tell us about the leadership aspect of it, right? So how do you have to show up to ensure that that vision is, you get buy-in, right, from your team to exemplify mm-hmm. your vision? So one of the kind of really important things that I have found is that I guess when training somebody or when, you know, I guess working with with an employee, if I don't know how to do it or if I don't have some experience in what they're doing, I feel like it makes it makes it harder for them or it makes it harder for me to communicate. So for instance, when I hired my head of post-production, I was doing all the editing of the videos up until then. So when I hired him, then we were able to communicate because I knew how to edit videos with uh, our accounts manager. You know, he's kind of the liaison with clients. He does the kickoff. He does the, you know, the talking with them. And, you know, again, up until that point, I was talking with all the clients. Mm -hmm. I was doing all the kickoffs. And so, you know, when I was training him, I was able to show him how to do it. And, you know, he was able to ask me questions and very similar with like other people on our team. So I always try to do things first, I guess, as the, as the boss, <laughs> I always try to do things first, get a good handle on it to see, you know, when it gets to the point where I say like, okay, I want somebody else to do this or okay, it makes more sense for somebody else to do this. But then at that point, I'm familiar with it. So it's not just me hiring somebody saying, Hey, edit these videos. I don't know how to edit, but you edit these and, you know, hopefully they turn out good. So really kind of like, you know, knowing your business, knowing your positions before you, you know, hire somebody to, to take over, you know, roles is, is at least was like a big, was a big benefit to me and my business. And it's imperative to be able to delegate like that. It's imperative to Mm -hmm. be able to automate because how else will you scale? So I, I like the advice Wear the multiple hats because being an entrepreneur, you it forces you to wear those hats, right? Because in the beginning, you don't have the budget, you don't have the capital, you don't have the human resources to exactly. help you with that stuff. So you kind of have to do it all anyway, <laughs> jack yeah. of all trades. And so it, it helps when it's time to delegate or to train someone else to come on board if you know the steps. Because I do find that a lot easier when I do train, do the, the say a month of training and throw training, ask all the questions that you needed and kind of give them their wings. Mm-hmm. And now, now you get creative. Now you bring exactly. in your own style. You bring in your own like jazz into it. So to make it pop, to make it your own. So very sound advice. I'm glad you shared that. So let's talk about um, your morning routine. Um, you have to show up for your team every day. How do you get <laughs> up, dress up and show up? So normally, so I have, I have two kids right now. So it's, uh, and one just started TK right now. It's me 
taking him to TK and then like, uh, and then dropping off the little one. He's like 10 months, um, at my mother-in-law's house. Cause my wife and I both work. Yeah. Normally I, you know, we have like business casual or not business casual, casual dress, uh, around the studio. We all have like branded t-shirts, which, yeah. you know, I ordered and I made sure they're like really nice materials. So, uh, you can pretty much whenever on filming days, we all make sure to wear our, our mm-hmm. company t-shirts just to kind of make sure we're all in uniform, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but you know, it's really just like really just t-shirt and shorts, but even, even if I'm not in the office, um, you know, we all communicate with Slack and email and things like that. So I do try to be available, even if I'm not in the office, just for mm-hmm. questions, for comments, things like that. And usually if I'm not available and say, if my like accounts manager slacks me or emails me something with a client and I, for some reason, can't get back that day, if something happens because I wasn't able to, then usually I'll step in and I'll talk with the client just because it's not his fault that I wasn't available. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not my account manager's fault that I wasn't available. And, you know, and obviously people can't be available 24 seven, but, you know, just taking a little bit of responsibility as like, you know, the boss that's like, okay, well, you know, they needed this, I wasn't available. So at least I can step in and just handle it. And then that's the team effort. You're teaching your team players to behave the same way too, taking responsibility and ownership for stuff with that um, yeah, exactly. things like that congratulations on a new baby 10 months <laughs> thanks <laughs> i know that changes your habits for sure my, yep. <laughs> my husband and i are expecting our first and uh in two months uh, a baby will be here so we're we're thinking how is what's gonna happen <laughs> well, how, how much your change things going to change in terms of congrats uh, a lot thank you <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah <laughs> So I want to talk about a little bit on the things that you do to prepare mentally for work, okay. to prepare mentally to show up for your family. So uh, we're talking about meditation, uh, journaling, affirmations, things of that sort that actually gets the, uh, the mind ready, get your body ready. Because I know how it is. Once you hit the office or you get to the studio or the kids wake up, the day is no longer <laughs> yours. Yeah. Ever since we got our second kid, we... My wife and I like joined a gym and we made sure to join one that had a like a kids club or, you know, slash nursery. So once he turned like six months and he was old enough to, you know, go there, then uh, that allowed us to basically just like try to take a little bit better care of ourselves because now that we have two kids and it's like, okay, we're going to have to keep up with both of them. (laughs) So, you know, for me, at least I try to go to the gym a few times a week and I have zero motivation to exercise at home. Like I tried, I tried doing it, just no motivation because, you know, in the other room is my couch and TV. So, (laughs) you know, why, (laughs) why would I exercise when I can just sit and watch, you know, I've tried meditating. I've tried, you know, doing, doing all that stuff. But for me, just, um, you know, even though it's, it's good for your body to exercise, it's kind of just one of those things where, you know, and, and meditating is the same way where, if you're going and you're exercising, it's yeah, you you still are able to uh, uh, keep up with your kids and and whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're doing it for you first of all, and so it's kind of like you know, if you put your headphones in, it's just kind of your time, and nobody's forcing you to go. So you're doing it for yourself. And you know, my wife and I just try to take out like an hour or two at night, just to even if it's just sitting and like watching TV together. You know, it's it's still. Mm-hmm still nice once the kids go to bed so it's kind of just a way to decompress after after the day 
adult time. <laughs> exactly. Adult time. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad you do that. But yeah. Husband and I have date night and we're, we intend on keeping it when baby get here. So that's really important to make the time for each other. Because every relationship needs the um, work, right? You got to put in the work to ensure yep. that it flourishes. And exactly. So, sad balance act. <laughs> yep. So tell us, where can we find you? How can we connect with you? Sure. So um, our website is thinkenvy.com. So that's a T-H-I-N-K-E-N-V-Y.com. And then we're on all the socials and those are all Think Envy as well. Um, on Instagram and TikTok, we post like behind the scenes of what we do at the studio every day. So those are kind of neat. Yeah. So you can find us anywhere on there and pretty much uh, DM us or shoot us a message or shoot us an email anywhere. And, you know, we'll, we can help, help uh, brands, business products, get some really good video content. Amazing. Thank you, Mike, so much for coming on and sharing with us about envy what is it that you do and the leadership aspect of it and how to maximize all your efforts putting everything in house and and that really is sound advice for entrepreneurs starting their own business so thank you for your time thanks for having me yes all right morning enthusiasts that's it for today's show thank you for tuning in if you love the best morning routine ever podcast we'd love to hear from you so go ahead and subscribe rate and give a review on itunes or google play while you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.